Adam and Peter explore the crazy new world. Peter, in the last few weeks, we've been asked so so often to give people some training and some ideas of what we have learned, what's going on in this crazy new world. So that's why we are here. Exactly. That's why we thought, why not create a little kind of nuggets learning or training nuggets, or we'll call it aha moment nuggets. that We share our kind of astonishing things that we learned last week. Um, every week, fresh, short, crisp to the point, Adam and Peter exploring the crazy new world. <laughs> and there are so many of them. <laughs> Absolutely. So you found, um, you sh shared something recently, uh, which is um, ChatGPT4. No, that's not ChatGPT4. It's the GPT4 model, in a, which is normally not so easy accessible at the moment in one of these tools where you could use it for a certain crazy use case. I was blown away when you showed this. Maybe that's your thing that you want to share, right? Here it is. Yeah, well, so it's mini GPT-4. So it's mini GPT-4.github.io. We will share the links in the chat. This is where you can upload photos um, of whatever, whatever photos, and you can ask uh, this mini GPT-4 to, well, tell you everything about this picture. And this was like mind-blowing. So this is my tiny dog, Ruby, and I was I was thinking, let's see if this tool can really tell me what it, what it sees. So, so for I everyone uploaded who, this picture. <laughs> for everyone who cannot see it because you're just watching or hearing this in the podcast version of it, um, this dog looks like a very small <laughs> thing. <laughs> it is maybe size of a, a shoe or so, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> And it looks, it, it, it's cute. It looks cute. It has big brown ears. It is a white fur sitting on a carpet somehow and really looking straight into the camera. Nice and cute. You want to feed it immediately. What's the name <laughs> of the thing? It's Ruby. Okay. It, Ruby. It's our Ruby, okay. small, tiny, dark Ruby. Well, and this was what I started with. <laughs> so when you upload this, what do you do? You upload it and then you type some things into um, a command bar. And what does it do? So just... Show. Okay, so I uploaded photo of this small dog and I asked this, explain what you see. And I was curious. And it told me, this is, this is a small brown and white dog with long ears and curly tail. It is sitting on a gray carpet in a room with hardwood floors and couch in the background. Yeah, well, it, it has a happy expression on, on its face and its tail is wagging. The room appears to be well lit and there are some plants in the background. Come on, what? So This is not visible. So for those who can't <laughs> see it, this is just, it's making things up. It's kind of, the, what is it kind of, uh, the, I don't know the English word for this one. Um, <laughs> it's fantasizing stuff. <laughs> Hallucinating, yeah. Hallucinating. Well, and then... And then I asked the, the tool to tell me the breed of the dog, because this is like basically the most mm -hmm. difficult thing to recognize. And it was right. So this thing is able to see that the eyes are alert, that the uh, dog has a kind of happy expression on its face. And it can describe the carpet, the color, and it's whatever. And it actually told me it appears to be a papillon breed of dog. So well done. So it really can recognize things of, on the picture, which is crazy. This opens up so many opportunities. <laughs> 
That's amazing. I've just seen this on TV. There is a startup in Germany who wants to exactly do this kind of uh, dog detection. What kind of animal is this? What kind of breed is it? Which is not the easy one. And obviously, this is already there. <laughs> yeah, well, and I immediately started to use it for other things. So I, I uploaded a picture of an Indian recipe that was sent to me by an Indian colleague to see if it actually can recognize what is on the picture. And it's a just some rice and some beans and whatever else so and i told him well give me the recipe for this for for this dish and it actually started like this is a dish made with rice beans and vegetables to make it you will need the following ingredients and it completely it's mind-blowing two cloves of garlic one onion one green bell pepper and one cup of water and then it gives you the the entire recipe for this thing mind-blowing this is great yeah <laughs> and not hallucinating I, I see the picture now for again in the podcast you will not see this is a a uh, like a um, frying pan and then there is a rice in it and i see also red stuff and peas the red <laughs> stuff are the beans but i don't see bell pepper <laughs> to be honest <laughs> <laughs> It knows better than than it you. knows better than you what should be in. So I know what you mean, but this is badly cooked. So actually, what you require is bell pepper as well. Cool idea. So anyway, if you so the the use case would be identify dogs and identify the ingredients of a great meal. Could be like for the food bloggers, you go in a restaurant, take a snapshot of what you have eaten, upload exactly. it to thing, and then you get exactly. a recipe. <laughs> yeah, which is which is crazy. Absolutely. And the third thing I tried out was well, I have a, a tiny backyard and I have. As, as every gardener has um, some issues with some plants. So I photographed one of my plants and asked this tool to describe what it sees and help me save this plant. So I asked, um, so it's basically a plant with an issue with, with whatever issue it has. Peter, probably you could answer this. But um, it shows a plant with green leaves and small insects on one of the leaves. Um, the insect is a small brown spider. The plant appears to be healthy and thriving. It isn't. So it's it hasn't ah. recognized. The last time I played around with it, it recognized that the, what the issue is. So it will probably do different things every day, but it's basically doing its, its work. It's, it's unbelievable. It's just a language model. Again, for those who just get into the topic of it, there is a language model behind it. And now... Uh, this you're plugged into maybe a picture databases. It can also be trying to understand from the picture what it is and vice versa. The, the result that you could get could, could help you then take the prompts that you need for creating your own pictures on your, on your own, I think. It That's blew me away. So it's mind-blowing to see that this tool really can recognize what's on the picture. And, and even if you take a picture of your fridge, you can tell this tool to describe the recipes that can be well, the, the dishes that can be created, what's in your fridge, this is just crazy. <laughs> I mean, the criticism, the critics will always come and say, yeah, but it makes things up. There was no bell pepper in, blah, blah. You know, these kind of... But what I what I find so astonishing... But just wait is, another two months. Just wait two another years. two months and see where it's going. That's, that's yeah. really crazy. So, Peter, now over to you. What is it that you want to tell us? What have yeah, you learned last week? Yeah, my learning... My learning last week is in, a, in the area also of this kind of artificial intelligence, intelli artificial intelligence things like AI. <laughs> AI. Yeah, let's do, use this one. It's not a tongue breaker. Um, and I, 
I was working um, with this ChatGPT now in a dialogue and a long send, uh, sequence and really trying to create some content with kind of input and output and send it back and now do this and do that and kind of fiddling around and it got longer and longer and longer. And my thinking was that whenever you do this and you go in a long dialogue, the thing remembers what you've said. Mm-hmm. And it's like a short-term memory. And every time you go to the chat again, you have many chats open. Sometimes mm-hmm. I jump back to this one. It's just like a human being which remembers what you've said. And I realized that's not the case. It doesn't remember anything. It doesn't even get better when you do this and kind of work with it. It's not being trained or changed. What happens actually is the model behind the GPT-3.5 or whatever it is, has a parameter set which is not changed. It's frozen till 2021. That's what it has. And it's static. Mm-hmm. And when you work in this chat, every time you submit a new entry, it completely takes the whole chat that you've typed already for the new prompt. Mm. There's no remembering. It always takes everything you had. But as it can only pass along some amount of tokens or words to say it like this, it will not remember the beginning of a chat if it's very long, just because it only takes the last some thousand entries that you had already, or hundreds, I don't know the exact number, depends on the model you're working with, and puts this along. So every time you enter a new line, it always takes the whole chat that you've been talking with this or as many as it can in the past, there's no memory. And that's why it's so important. If you want to stay in a topic, you need to be in the topic of the chat. Mm-hmm. That's they why have... they have all the, the, the list on the la- left-hand side exactly. of all these. If, so if you're in a chat where you talk about, give me some ideas about making sports, then this is kind of what you are st- uh, speaking about. If you start a new conversation in the same chat about sport and you start now about a recipe for food or going on holiday, Every time you ask for a new, like, let's go for a new holiday location, it takes the old stuff you typed in and it responded with the the sports thing in combination to your last entry. Mm -hmm. And this can, of course, create nonsense because it has now the full input about everything you've spoken before. Mm. You're fine with the result that you got when you spoke about your sports thing. The next entry in the same chat is about a vacation. It takes the rest that you already put in and it responded as a whole, always. Mm-hmm. And this can completely mess it up. So the learning for me was if you want a topic to be talking about, you take a new topic and always start fresh. Or you go back to the topic you've been working on if you want to stay in this one. Mm-hmm. But never mix it. It's only confusing the thing. It <laughs> always takes everything that is there. There is no memory. And it doesn't switch context. It is now everything that you put in is always, always sent over. Crazy. It looks like there are no experts in prompt engineering. We are all learning. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, I learned it from experts in prompt engineering when I kind of... What but they probably have learned it like in the last few <laughs> weeks. So it's also super new. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that's my, my learning of this week. So what's up next week? We can't say. Let's see uh, what we find out. But every week, new of this stuff and new fresh things, aha moments... And for those who watch it, you can also share your thoughts and we can pick them up and take these questions and uh, do a bit of a research, if you like, with Adam and Peter exploring the crazy new world. Stay tuned. There is more crazy stuff coming soon.